Welcome to Reclaimed Heritage, a place where we discuss traditional skills for the practical home. We're your hosts, Christy, Carrie, and Elaine. Whether you're starting off with an acre or two, or just an apartment with a small patio, there's something you can do to provide some of your own food. Who knew, for instance, that an ordinary front yard can be planted to wheat, which you can harvest and grind for flour, or that you can grow as many as 15 pounds of tomatoes from just one self-watering container on the back patio, or that you can keep as many as a dozen chickens on a quarter acre lot and still have space for vegetables, fruit trees, herbs, and even pigs. How exciting is that? The first step is to simply step outside, take a look around and evaluate your landscape. How much space do you have to work with? Does your yard get enough sun to support a garden? What kind of foods do you eat the most? A good plan is to make a list of the foods you and your family eat on a daily basis and start with that. You can always add a few fun things too, but better to have your plot stuffed with carrots and tomatoes you know you'll eat than with ground cherries and exotic peppers you've never tried before. Even a vegetable garden can become overwhelming if you try to make it too large. So start simple and start small. Excerpt from The Backyard Homestead, edited by Carlene Madigan. Welcome back. This is season one, episode eight, and we are discussing today preparing for spring. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited to talk about preparing for spring with chickens. And Elaine. And we're going to discuss gardening. Who wants to talk about gardening? <laughs> oh, goodness. That's, that's Elaine's contribution to our chickens. That wasn't me. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we were having a conversation mm-hmm. mm, sometime in the last two weeks about how a lot of the, like, Instagram pages we follow mm-hmm. and um, some emails that I get from different uh, people that we enjoy following homesteaders. They're like all ordering, mm-hmm. ordering seeds, meat chickens, yes. chickens, yep. all the supplies, egg layers, mm-hmm. all of it. I'm yes. feeling behind. Yeah. You're not behind. It no. just started. Not yet. No. But, no. Mm. Okay. But when I went online to like hatcheries to start looking mm-hmm. at things, then then like my panic mm-hmm. set in a little bit. So I don't do the gardening. Mm-hmm. I, we we did years ago. My daughter does it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm begging her on the daily to let me participate. And she says things like, then you can do the weeding and the watering, which that's that like the not fun gardening. part of gardening. <laughs> well, but it's a large part of it. No, it, and it is yeah. fun. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's one of those things as we've gotten older that my husband's been surprised. His his childhood chores are now the things he looks oh, forward to doing. Yeah. You know, he'd have to like weed a row of green beans before he'd be allowed to ride his bike on a Saturday. And now, you know, you have to kind of call him to get him out of the garden. I'm like, you know, plate a breakfast out there when the garden's on. I'm like, <laughs> that's sweet. Know. Well, yeah. I want to live in the land of a garden that doesn't need to be weeded and instead just want to focus on the seeds I get to purchase. That's not going to happen mm-hmm. until <laughs> we're in glory. <laughs> Darn it. But today, you have Adam and Eve to thank for that. <laughs> I know, right? Yes. Well, today we get to focus on the fun parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, planning the, pl- the, the planning is the fun the part. Is the yes, fun part. it really is. So I don't. Years and years ago, I planned a garden, mm-hmm. and I think it's what Adam and Eve's garden looked like on a small scale because you couldn't walk through the garden. 
there was so much growing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. close together and an overabundance. Mm-hmm. Probably not what you were going for. You, we could barely harvest the garden because I was convinced that we were going to plant all of the things. And I didn't okay. care that the seed packet said, you know, like two feet spacing. It was like, or two inches. <laughs> <laughs> it's so step one. Not the optimal growing conditions <laughs> there. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't. Who needs to follow directions? <laughs> all right. But step one is, would be, uh, no, this is me guessing. I just watch other people do it. Like, yeah. figure out where you're going to put your garden. Yes. Right. And does it matter? This is my question. It sun, does. no sun, it high does. elevation, low elevation. Yours is always in the same spot. You're kind of in a new location well, we'd this year. Two uh-huh. acres, but we do, we plant, you know, one and a half every year. And then we swap sides of where we're, and then we do a ground cover crop on the front or the back, depending on where we plant. So mostly, yours is mostly full sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And definitely it's not a low spot. Like you're not, it's not we a We have spot a couple low spots down wet. by the creek, but not, no, nothing that stays mucky. And did you pick your, Elaine, in your yard mm-hmm. just based on well availability? Well, it's, it basically, we, whenever we get to a new location, we just watch it. Like what mm-hmm. parts, at different parts of the day, what part of the yard is getting sun, um, like you're mentioning, what do you call it? Low parts of your yard? Yeah, like a okay. lower part that okay. stays wet. So, right. If mm-hmm. it rains a lot, mm-hmm. if you've come to my house in the front by the tree, it is like oh, a yeah. pond for mm-hmm. like days. Clearly, we would not plant anything there. But in our backyard, there is there is no low spot and it's full, pretty much full sun. So, we kind of have our pick. So, it's really just yeah. basically aesthetically where I want to have it and what makes sense. And we didn't do any of those when Rachel was picking where to do the garden. Mm-hmm. We just happened to have a pasture where we used to keep um, our bucks, mm-hmm. and we don't keep anything anymore there. So it wasn't ideally where she wanted it. Mm-hmm. It's a little f- bit of a walk, but I mean, it was a two acre empty pasture. It's like, beautiful. Oh, yeah. You can't yeah. complain. Right? Yeah, right. No. About just having you just have to carry buckets mm-hmm. yeah. carry buckets. i was gonna hose. say water we connected a bunch yeah. of hoses i mean in the yeah. thing in the summer they don't freeze like in the winter right. for livestock connecting the hoses doesn't work right mm-hmm. you have to do the buckets you just do the buckets. yeah but in the summer it ended up being fine although yeah. last year uh was an odd year right for gardening it was our worst year ever gardening which we were gonna have a wedding so we didn't do what we normally do but even corn and tomatoes for us it was it was not a good year for That's us what I last heard year from everybody yeah we it was kind of universal here in ohio tomatoes but yeah. nothing like what she had prepared mm-hmm. for and you also last year meal. was the year um i did not have this podcast to listen to and i didn't prepare <laughs> at the time. no i had a daughter get married and then getting life back in order yeah, yeah. all we did was container garden last year um and, eh. That it, it didn't go over very well. Yeah, yeah. I think it was mm-hmm. weather related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It was strange. So, so location mm-hmm. and sun, water, and then what we do is then start seeing what we actually have. Well, not even space for. First, we narrow down what we actually consume. Mm-hmm. Right. You you want to grow something that your family actually eats, and then it depends on you have a lot of space for your garden. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a yard, so we're always looking at high yield plants mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the space that we're in. So, yeah. all of, I mean, I'm not going to plant pumpkins. That takes up too right. much room, and right. I might get 
one or two pumpkins like that. Yeah. But I will plant tomato plants mm-hmm. because I can get an abundance in a small amount of space. So, I mean, well, that- you can do, you can rotate. Like I've done mm-hmm. um, raised beds at our mm-hmm. old house. We did a bunch of raised beds and mm-hmm. really only one was designated for strawberries. Mm-hmm. So everything else was just rotation. And you don't typically want to, at least here in Ohio, do squash or gourds that you're going to like just pumpkins. Uh-huh you know, gourds that you want to put out for, you know, on your front porch mm-hmm. to look nice in the fall until July. You, mm-hmm. you usually plant right. those in July anyway. So a lot mm-hmm. of times we were already harvesting some things. Mm-hmm. So I would just, and then let them go over the sides of the, mm-hmm. of the raised bed. Yeah. So growing what you eat now, I think, which we, we haven't done here, but I know um, when we were in the city, we did a lot of like encouraging vertical growth, right? Mm-hmm. So your yeah. cucumbers can grow on vertically on trellises. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes, obviously. Mm-hmm. You think of anything else that's like normally a Sugar snap cover. peas. Okay. Or even cucumbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We trellis our cucumbers. We've trellised zucchinis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any any of those vine type you can go plants, up. you can go up with them. Mm-hmm. And I found you harvest those actually a little bit sooner and more in their prime when they're not on the ground because you can see them you can see them and so Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah Yeah, i'm curious if you end up with like a a, i don't want to say a better yield in quantity but like a better vegetable or fruit whatever it is because it's not not laying laying on on the the ground ground. Mm -hmm. and maybe less susceptible to some Mm -hmm. of the bugs or critters that are are crawling the reason i don't garden (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness so yeah, now's yeah. the time when you start planning what you eat, mm-hmm. um, thinking about what you have room for in your freezers. How are you going to put it up mm-hmm. if you're going to put right. up food? Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've done all kinds of things. Um, I'm not. I've done sauces with tomatoes and stuff mm-hmm. in the past. I'm not a huge sauce maker because you have to boil it down. It takes mm-hmm. it's super time consuming when I can just can whole tomatoes and crush them in my hand if I'm making sauce or doing mm-hmm, something right. like that. It's mm-hmm. just, it's the more versatile mm-hmm. way to do it. I do make a yard sauce where I roast the tomatoes and whatever else is on in the garden, onions, zucchini, cucumber, um, and then I just put it in the blender and then freeze it. So you have to, and we freeze our corn. So I have to look at like what our freezer mm-hmm. space is. Um, Sadly, last year we didn't have a super yeah. huge yield, so I've had mm-hmm. more room in our freezers this year than I ever have in the past. But, like, I put up green beans, beets. I have canned corn before, but I just I prefer it frozen. frozen. It's, yeah, just mm-hmm. better tasting. And last year the yield was small. It mm-hmm. was really Rachel's, like, first year kind of doing mm-hmm. it on her own. Um, and in previous years we've not done a large garden. So we consume. We, mm-hmm. we don't just store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just take it and... We have an abundance of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the good news is with backyard chickens, mm-hmm. anything that's mm-hmm. turning or going rotten, we would either feed the goats mm-hmm. or the chickens, so I don't feel wasteful. Mm-hmm. Right. But, I mean, every meal is usually something with tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But no, yep. we, I've not, I have not sought after saving stuff from our garden. Now, this year, my hope is significantly different. Mm-hmm. But what about, do you store, Elaine, or do you we just do. consume? We do. We store. Usually, well, it depends. This is why I like to do cucumbers and zucchinis and tomatoes. So the tomatoes, we tend, the sauce does take forever, but mm-hmm. we like to make salsa with it. Mm-hmm. And um, we can those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We also, um, pickles. We yeah. pickle the zucchini. Mm-hmm. We pickle the cucumbers. We make pickled relish out of it. And what's great about those 
three items is that, okay, so I've canned, but I've only water bath canned, Mm -hmm. which is very easy to do and you don't need a lot of special equipment. All of those items can be water baths, so I do like those. And I've done um, blanched green Mm -hmm. beans and frozen those Mm -hmm. as well. We do broccoli that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do our own sauerkraut and... Why does broccoli always have the most bugs in it? We've grown it. And every time I go out there... You you have to soak it in in some vinegar water. And I have to work on... And the the bugs are the same color as the broccoli, so Mm -hmm. they're kind of hard to spot sometimes. You really... Just pretend it's extra protein. She loves the bugs. <laughs> Keto. The bugs. There's so much bugs. There's so many bugs there in the garden. Yeah. There's, there's things you can do. Some of them yeah. are actually That's for beneficial. A yeah. Yeah. And you can do some companion planning that are supposed mm-hmm. to help with mm-hmm. bugs. Yeah, um, was just telling me about it. We're going to companion plant our tomatoes this time. It's been a long time since I've done anything with them, but I've keep hearing that basil mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. i do basil mm-hmm. separately yeah. in my herb garden but i think i'm going to try it um this year so now's the time when you start planning so you look at your you purchase mm-hmm. your seeds whatever you're going to put up eat and then you count back from where they say you know your frost date is okay so i found and this- you find your zone oh, sorry you find your zone and mm-hmm. that's what you go by I found this um, great website. It's almanac.com. And on here, they have, I'm going to show you. <laughs> you all can't see it, but you can see it. On pre-planned gardens. Oh, for okay? beginners. From beginners. All, all different ones you can choose from. And um, designed. And they tell you, like, different companion oh, vegetables really that go pretty. along mm-hmm. with it. Also, which was awesome on here, is you can look up your wherever you live so i looked up columbus ohio and it tells me exactly what vegetables can plant at what date and what date to start by seed in your home or if they need to be direct Mm sowed. so this website alone to me and it's the farmer's Mm -hmm. almanac Mm -hmm. you could do so much with just that is it just almanac it is yep almanac.com wow yeah this was a tremendous resource but i was shocked and some of the things in here they have you starting by seed at the beginning of march yeah. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. So yeah. this is a perfect segue. So you you know, you look at your plot, see what makes the best sense, see what you eat, how much space do you have, and then you start looking at when you would need or what you can put together so you can get those companion and ask some older yeah. folks around mm-hmm. you. Like we we have a valuable resource in my father in law mm-hmm. who um does the planting by the old school Mm -hmm. rules where they you know the full moon and this and that and and he lives by that in ways that i'm like really and that's awesome he is the old farmer he is kind of the farmer's (laughs) almanac of our road farmer's almanac the garlic connoisseur yes he is so yeah yeah. but interesting we're trying shiitake mushrooms this year we are that is awesome (laughs) i just want to be there to hear him Danny, say it. <laughs> talk about shiitake mushrooms. What could possibly go wrong? So we well, need to order our seeds. So you need to order, yes. yes. And then, okay, are you particularly like heirloom seed people? Are you one of the mill seed Depends on seed the I save. Um, if I've gone organic with anything, I definitely save. There's seed savers clubs, master gardeners courses, your county extension office, um, are valuable resources mm-hmm. for all of those kind of things, especially things that are native to your area, do very well in your area. We just 
figure it out. It really is like, try it. Mm-hmm. Try, if you want to start it in, indoors and it's a direct sew, try it. But mm-hmm. then try direct sewing too, mm-hmm. because that will, you may end up with an earlier crop mm-hmm. with what you've started indoors and that helps you mm-hmm. rotate through. So do you, like, do you order from a particular place typically? I have a few that I like that we've used before. Um, of course, we're homeschoolers, so I really like <laughs> Baker's Creek. Uh-huh. That's one that Rachel said. <laughs> yeah. He, he started Creek. back in the day of like the mm-hmm. early homeschoolers, like some mm-hmm. of the, yeah, the rebels. Um, and I love his heart behind it and i've kind of mm-hmm. watched him grow up through their mm-hmm. catalog so i it's he's very endearing to me watching his family he's Sweet. another adoptive family so i like them but there's seeds for generations mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. a recommended um family that we went to a conference and and um i've ordered some stuff from them really like them as well and yeah. they're a little more closer to our area so um but johnny select seeds you can get organic okay and heirloom on as well and i like them but um if i know somebody's gonna tithe on the money they're earning i'm more apt to to spend money Uh with them it's just the way it is so (laughs) okay it's everything i don't like literally if you could pick the things that i hate the most (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm going to do it this year but um Dig deep for that. Joy. Well, you, what you need to do is order a bunch of the catalogs because having them out is a good motivator. Yes. yes. It gets you in. It, so even, you know, you're listening, look up these companies, mm-hmm. order their, I just ordered a bunch. I think I had like five written down that I ordered this morning mm-hmm. catalogs awesome. to come in. So I have a lot to look through. Now, Rachel has ordered yeah. for us before, but in years past, I mean, I just went to Home Depot or Lowe's, mm-hmm. walked in and I mean, they sell heirloom and organic yeah, seeds right they there. they do. Yeah. Um, so we've done from seed. Usually I forget that people plant gardens until my friends say that they did. And then I going to a nursery to buy uh, already planted, you know, yeah. six inch mm-hmm. tall plants. Expensive. Which they are expensive. They are very expensive. And last year, the selection, mm-hmm. the last two years, the selection mm-hmm. has been terrible. Mm-hmm. And I swear we get them home and half of them die anyway. And they're like five or six dollars for one plant. And it's picked over. It's Mm -hmm. the post-COVID world that we're Mm -hmm. living in. So if you can start it from seed, start it from seed. It's the cheapest, easiest way. But if you can't, just go early. This is what I say. If you you are not going to start from Mm -hmm. seed, which there is an expense involved in that as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see my daughter's setup. We should take a picture of her setup in my downstairs bathroom the bathroom in my basement mm-hmm. is currently mm-hmm. like lights mm-hmm. shelves galore of yes. baby seeds if you can't do all of that mm-hmm. then just get to the find a good okay i will say nursery good local vary. nursery where you can talk to someone mm-hmm. and ask them when those yes. things are coming in or when mm-hmm. they've started them what kinds they've started yes. um what varieties what are you looking for those mm-hmm. kind of questions if they're like because Unfortunately, the reality is at Home Depot, you're not mm-hmm. going to have any. They're watering no, them, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can find a local nursery, that's Absolutely. that would be, yeah. And even if they're a little more pricey, it's worth it because the chances are that your plants are going to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. successful. It's higher than, than yeah, just Even local. checking but. Facebook Marketplace, I oh, found yeah. a woman um, like a mile and a half down the road from me that was doing it out of her backyard with her little greenhouse. And those were some of the best plants I bought. Mm-hmm. And they were not 
six dollars a plant. Right. I think they were like two fifty. Yeah. Per plant. Yeah. So if you're going to do the investment and do the planting, um, but you, you can you can start seeds in yes egg cartons. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can see there you can do it inexpensively. Cups. Yep. Yep. And yeah. plastic cups. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not it's not too terrible. No. No. To get started. But and then the other stuff you really don't need to worry about. We're talking about things that you need to worry about in the winter to be ready for summer. So compost. Things, yeah. Compost and stuff if you can find local sources, which I mean even just doing your own. Uh, if you mm-hmm. want to do your own compost, you right. have to start. You don't want to start your seats in the compost though. You are probably yeah, gonna need exactly. to purchase. Oh yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm thinking just making I'm sure. planning ahead for the summer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. The other, the other key component, if you're going to go through all of the work and you plant more than you need, like you guys save, um, I was saying the other day, I've been hunting for uh, mason jars mm-hmm. or glass jars or canning jars, however, yes. whatever they're called, since like last June, and they have been sold out. The ones that I want, which are particular, I would like the, I'm a, the large mouth mm-hmm. quart jars or the half gallon quart jars or half gallon jars uh, since June. At my local Walmart and Myers, I checked a few times, were gone. Now, I could order them online, but they were like four times the price. Expensive. What they were in the store. Mm -hmm. I finally saw them come back in November. So if you are thinking about canning, currently, every time I go, they are fully stocked. Like overflowing into the aisles. Very. Well, I'm going to say this too. If you are, I I remember being young and not having the money or... um, struggling with finances and not having it to put into it mm-hmm. ask around the mm-hmm. older generation mm-hmm. these are things that they're really not doing much of anymore mm-hmm. um we had an aunt call us yesterday and she gave us eight boxes of mason jars oh wow yeah. so they are glad mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. hand them to someone who they know is them. going to use them mm-hmm. um so just yeah, pray about it and and look. Thrift mm-hmm. stores have them. I've seen them a little bit everywhere. You want to check the rims and check mm-hmm. that they're not chipped or, you know, broken at all. But yeah, but yeah. So if you think you're going to want to do it, don't you do not want to be wait. hunting for canning supplies mm-hmm. at the same time right. as everybody else. Just go now and keep a supply. Or if you're ordering or, seeds, mm-hmm. order them earlier mm-hmm. than you think you need them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So switching gears mm-hmm. from the gardening. Into chickens, chickens. Yes, I remember when we first moved out. I wanted to be like fully prepared before we got chickens. Which here's the thing: in like any any homestead skill of any kind, there is no such thing. It is actually, in my opinion, impossible to be fully prepared until like you're in it. Just I have what I lovingly call analysis paralysis like if i think about doing the thing so long i can't actually move forward Mm -hmm. so just do it Mm -hmm. and then you you know i had this romanticized idea of what chicken Hmm. rearing was gonna look like and it was the apron you know with the feet in it and you're out in your dress and your pockets for the eggs all of it it really is that matches your house yes with shutters shutters on it and a window box and a little window box but here's the thing here's the thing chickens are disgusting heck yeah they are they poop in their own water they just really are gross um but their eggs taste <laughs> yummy, and so do they. And they're so like you put up with it, and they—they're they fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It is cheap entertainment mm-hmm. to sit and yeah, yeah. 
They make you happy. Yes. We would all well, like, not meat chickens. Meat I'm, chickens don't make me happy. No Sorry. meat chickens. Layers make uh, me they happy. They do when they start like <laughs> looking like a Arnold Schwarzenegger chicken. And I'm like, yes. No. There's approximately one, chicken nuggets. one day in the meat chickens, eight weeks of life where I'm like, oh, yeah, that looks, no, never mind. It's back, it's back to that. Okay, chickens. No. Okay, but the egg layers—they <laughs> really are beautiful. They are super mm-hmm. fun. They are an excellent way to use your your kitchen scraps. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which we were just talking about how like the UK outlawed feeding your chickens chicken scraps, and there's a even ton of is. controversy at the moment mm-hmm. about chicken feed. Right. We could talk about that for oh, a that long is time, a... but instead, just rabbit hole chicken hole that we don't want to go down uh yeah so but if you don't have chickens and you have any interest in getting them keep in mind they really have to be 18 to 20 weeks old before eggs are even Mm -hmm. anywhere on their radar Mm -hmm. and it can take even longer than that for them to Mm -hmm. be like regularly laying yes you you can do what we did which was just buy any random um, chicks at your feed store but mm-hmm. there are some repercussions with that not all chickens lay the mm-hmm. same quantity of mm-hmm. eggs right not all of them are winter hardy that's true or labeled live. correctly you yes. may think you're buying pullets at mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. local feed store and you've got roosters well we bought 18 mm-hmm. and nine of them were roosters oh no yeah. so that's yeah so mm. i'm a, i'm actually a huge fan of ordering of mm-hmm. ordering and paying the extra for the, mm-hmm. the sex-linked checks where we're you know what you're inc- getting. We got an incubator. We uh, borrowed one. So we we're going to try that this year. We haven't done that in quite a few years. So yeah. we're going to try that. We did Shay is The children love that. Mm-hmm. Well, she wants to keep a pet chicken in the house. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. So what kind of chickens do you order? What's your favorite one? Okay, I do what... Um, all farmers would say not to, and I order based on what is the prettiest. Mm-hmm. Uh, sir, I want, I wanted like, I like one their of eggs. every kind. I want to know what their eggs look like. Yeah, I like the I Americana the with, the, with the pretty yeah. blue eggs. Mm-hmm. Yes, this I, is the Americanas don't lay as they well. do not. They're like what hundred and something. Yeah, so like not the not as year. winter hardy as yeah. some of the other breeds either. The Rhode yeah. Island Red is those are like my favorite. Those are my favorite. The best layer, but yes, every one that we've owned has been our least favorite temperament they're broody they They are are extremely broody Mm -hmm. and um uh, my best defense against that is one of the little hand trowels for the garden oh yeah and you take it in and you just hold it and they (laughs) peck at that and you get under them and get the eggs yes it makes a little chink chink sound all morning but yeah they definitely lay far and above Mm -hmm. i mean way more and they're winter hardy but Mm -hmm. the um do you have the Bard Rock? There? Yeah, the okay, Plymouth, so that's so my, the Bard that's Rock one of or my the favorites. Rock is one of our favorites. They lay a lot. They do lay and a lot. And they're hardy. Mm-hmm. They're good in the cold. The Osterlorps we love the size. Those mm-hmm. ones are a little bit bigger. And then the Orpingtons and the Bra- yes. Boston mm-hmm. Bravas are mm-hmm. they're so pretty. My they are favorite. very pretty. I'm getting a new breed this year that yeah, my mother-in-law it? is recommending. My new mother-in-law's Mystic Marians. They mm-hmm. are black. But in the oh. sunlight, they kind of look turquoise, and they Ooh. lay the most beautiful dark, dark, dark brown eggs. That's like, exciting. Very yeah. pretty. Yes. They'll look good in your little egg carrier. Yes, they will. <laughs> well, you're in for sticker shock, because I went online to try to order. Oh, I are, it yeah. was, They're expensive. Oh, my gosh. When we moved 
like eight years ago, it was like two to three dollars, and now they're eight dollars, six dollars for the cheap, cheap. Okay, so egg layers. Yes. Totally different conversation than the meat. We were going to give a timeline for the meat, which we will, but really, I mean, you could buy them now. Mm-hmm. You have to keep your them chicks? inside. Your chicks. Yes. Your yes. egg laying chicks. You yes. can buy them now, keep them inside. Mm-hmm. They have to have a heat lamp, all of the things. My number one resource are Facebook groups. So join chicken face group book groups. Um, that's what we did like with our emergency goat care, <laughs> cattle, like you have a hundred or 200,000 people who mm-hmm. have done it forever, who know, like, you know, when your mm-hmm. vet's not available, they are going to be able to tell you what's wrong and what to do and how to get started. And that's so cool. it is an that's excellent awesome. resource. So yeah. you, it's, it's a community. That's yeah. the thing. It is just a community of people Facebook who are communities like that. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do egg layers, order now there. Yes. And mm-hmm. I can't believe how much they're sold out. And they grow fast and they're fun for the kids. They are. But you want fun. something somewhat low i would say you know chair height or maybe a little bit higher um and wide to keep them in with mm-hmm. some newspaper mm-hmm. and food we and water always use baby mm-hmm. pools yeah a lot of times <laughs> we had ours in something low when we did chicks i don't they were just a few months ago whatever um but they started popping, popping. out yeah. so we would mm-hmm. find them in our back hallway like, <laughs> just like roaming popping on things <laughs> yeah. roaming around yeah. Chirping. Yeah. Well, this year we're going to do meat chickens mm-hmm. on top of all the crazy. We did meat chickens last year for the first time for 4-H. Christy raises them regularly in mm-hmm. chicken tractors. Elaine, you did them also for 4-H. for 4-H. They're really disgusting. They are disgusting. But they were delicious. They are. I wanted the chicken yes. to not taste different than Walmart, but it did. So now I'm on. I'm sold. Yeah. It's it's the freshness thing, yeah, and I don't know. Yes, and it's the the knowing what mm-hmm. conditions are in what's going. Into. Yeah, I will say from a backyard perspective, doing if you're just starting doing laying chickens is a lot easier mm-hmm. in a backyard mm-hmm. than meat chickens Absolutely. because you need the space. I feel like to rotate them around because they stink. Yeah, they do. So if you have to have meat chickens near your patio or like it's Mm -hmm. um that was that's what happened to us and that wasn't very pleasant (laughs) and we didn't have the ability we didn't have the structures set up to move Mm -hmm. ours and it's hard if Mm -hmm. you if you aren't moving them Mm -hmm. it is a lot of work so this year we are doing um chicken tractors like Mm -hmm. you do although i just saw today something called a chicken rickshaw or a meat rickshaw and i think we are doing that instead what is that he just built like a Singapore rickshaw. Yes. Okay. What? Okay. Because okay, <laughs> instead of the chicken tractor, which keeps them confined, mm-hmm. you can do like netting if you wanted to. Or in our okay, case, we yeah. have guard dogs. Yeah. It is just like an eight by eight platform that you put on wheels. So it's just so the chicks or chickens can go underneath of it okay. to get out of the sun or uh-huh. protection from rain. That's where they would sleep at night. But the, how heavy is it to move? Super light. It's really? way lighter than his chicken tractor. Really? Huh? Yeah. So we may do one of each, but we don't have the... I count that as the, my workout every day, though. That's the benefit of... Yeah. It's like, yeah. It only works for us because we already have livestock guardian dogs mm-hmm. that are old enough to, to not know. Yeah. eat chickens. So that's a rarity. Um, if you didn't have that, you would need... The dogs will eat your chickens. Certain dogs will eat your chickens. Certain dogs, Because yes. our chickens have been... Uh, absolutely. ...murdered... By neighborhood dogs it is on numerous num- occasion, occasions. 
Yeah, neighborhood dogs are the number one predator of chickens. You mm-hmm. think it's like foxes and mm-hmm. kittens, no, but it's, it's not. Your neighbor's dog. They get mm-hmm. out of their yard. They get into yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you want to give it a go from, you know, the time you get them to the time they're ready to be butchered is like eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Super easy. They're, as long as they are not left in the sun and they have food and water mm-hmm. uh, regularly, you really kind of can't go wrong. Yeah. But that was the one with the timing of the frost. So they were saying to order those three weeks before your last frost so that mm-hmm. they're inside under heat lamps mm-hmm. for three weeks and then after you have no more frosts you can move them outside yep. and they're good to go yes so we are going to give it like a i think we're going to do them in two rounds mm-hmm. 25 to 30 each yep. and i actually think that that would be like our supply of chicken for the year yes it'll wow. be that's awesome yeah i'm excited i have to empty a freezer for it but christy and heat they're going to help butcher well, the kids are too. Yeah. My kids are kind of experts. They're better yeah. at it than I am in some ways. No. Yeah. And um, and if you don't have your own butchering equipment, this was the other thing we're talking about. Mm-hmm. When we did ours the first round, we ended up having roosters. You can just, if you want to do them in your backyard, or like if you're Elaine, if you do them again for 4-H and mm-hmm. you have a few extra, you can take them to a processing plant. Like if you just look them up, there are plenty mm-hmm. of small family processing plants we dropped them, like we pulled up, they came and got the box mm-hmm. from our car. An hour later, we came back and there was warm, you know, freezer wrapped chicken to mm-hmm. take home. And it wasn't very expensive. No. So it is more expensive than if you're going to buy your chickens at a grocery, st- chicken in a grocery store. But, but, but if is you're it buying your chicken at Whole Foods, it probably not. That. Right. Okay. Right. So depends, there's the, you have to yeah, compare yes. the same to the same. Yeah. So... Don't feel like you have to have everything to process the mm-hmm. chicken to, to do a chicken. And you can mm-hmm. do it. So chicken, quickly, chickens can't be alone. I mean, you would need to do, I would probably say three in case you lose one. They can't mm-hmm. be by themselves. But you could do it in a backyard if you were willing to move them around mm-hmm. or whatever. It's, we will be doable. doing them again mm-hmm. for 4-H. But I am not going to do the 30 chickens. Yeah. And yeah. But if you are thinking, I would love to have these nutritious chickens, but you don't want them in your backyard, fret not. They, I'm sure there, if you look around, there are people around you locally mm-hmm. that are right. selling them, and you can yeah. just Absolutely. buy it off of somebody else. Yeah. Maybe I'll be buying them off Farmers of Farmers markets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That'll be good. All right. Well, good luck prepping for spring. Yes. Um, just remember to go online. That's really a great resource. Ask people around you. Mm-hmm. Look on Facebook groups. And really just be very knowledgeable about your frost times and mm-hmm. when you need to start ordering and getting prepared. Yeah. Yes. Enjoy. Getting yeah. the fun part. It is It fun. is. It always looks pretty on paper. It does. <laughs> and then the weeds start coming. <laughs> yes. Shh, that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about the weeds. <laughs> well, you guys can follow us along on Instagram, Facebook. Um, we are, you can listen to us on all of the popular podcasts. Mm-hmm platforms including youtube Mm -hmm. and we have enjoyed reading your comments Mm -hmm. and seeing your messages yes Yes, it's very encouraging so thank you very much we look forward to seeing you guys next time yep all right thanks bye bye